You're tuned into Reviving the Stylist, a business podcast for hairstylists looking to build a dream career that creates financial freedom and flexibility. I'm your host, Kristen Lumiere, and as a stylist, I've had my share of successes. Building a successful six plus figure business working only three days a week while being able to prioritize my family, travel, and buy my dream home. I know it doesn't sound easy, but if you put in the work, I guarantee you'll see results. No matter what your goals are, I'm super stoked that you're here so I can help you crush them. Let's start today's episode. Well, hey friend, and welcome back to Reviving the Stylist. I am happy. Notice how I didn't say excited or stoked. So (laughs) I'm trying to like open my vocabulary a little bit. I am happy to be here with you today. And it is really, really hot in Texas. If you live in Texas or if you live like in a Southern state or just in general, I feel like right now it's just kind of hot, at least where I'm at. And I actually did just come back from Vegas. I taught a class at a salon out there and it was incredible. It was a great experience. My best friend also happens to live out in Vegas. So I was able to stay with her and hang out with, you know, my my niece and my nephew who I actually haven't seen yet. And my best friend actually when I saw her last and this was like way too long, but she was pregnant still. And I think she was like maybe in her second trimester, still living in California. She hadn't moved out to Vegas yet. And it was just crazy, like how long it's been. Now she has a 14-month-old and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe that I allowed this time to like go by so long without seeing her. But, you know, with COVID and everything happening, you know, it was kind of difficult to fly for a while. So I guess that's the reason. I wouldn't necessarily say it's an excuse because it was a really big reason, you know, especially when there's a new baby, you don't really want to put yourself around them too much. And with just how our world has been, it was like, you know, probably best to do it how we did it. But I still can't believe that it's been so long. Now, something fun that we actually did that is going to seriously be one of probably the highlights of our friendship. And I posted it because we actually recorded this on my Instagram and I posted it there. It's like nothing to do with hair, nothing to do with professional. It was just kind of something that was really fun that we did, um, being goofy and weird. And, you know, we've been best friends since beauty school. We actually met in beauty school. So we have been best friends since I was 19, since we both were 19 and we're 30 now, by the way, getting that under eye cream. I like just started using it and we'll we'll just see how it works. I guess (laughs) kind of just using it just to use it and see if, I don't know if I see a difference, we'll just see. Anyway, what we did, she actually showed me this video of this mom and her son taking like a drink of water, playing rock, paper, scissors, and then whoever won rock, paper, scissors got to smack the other person who lost with a tortilla. And to say that I didn't like die laughing, I and possibly could have like drowned with how much water I like choked down cracking up while we did this is just like an understatement. It was so 
hilarious. Her daughter was like watching and like cracking up the entire time. It was just so much fun. Anyway, we also, during my trip, well, I learned how to actually make legit paper airplanes. So my niece, who I consider her, you know, blood, even though we're not blood related, but I consider her blood. Same with my best friend. She's more like a sister to me. So she taught me how to make paper airplanes for like, I've never done this before. Like at at least I've never made paper airplanes that fly. I've like attempted it, but it never really has been something like even when I was younger that I would be really into doing. So we made them and I made it my way the first time and tried to like fly it. And I like stood up on the couch and like tossed it and it just like did a big fat nose dive. And she was like, okay, that's nice. Um, Let me do it my way. So she handed me another sheet of paper and I folded it the exact same way that she did. And I was like literally thinking to myself, okay, this isn't going to do anything. It's just going to like flop. So we'll just like wait and see. And then I like got on top of the couch and tossed it. And that thing sailed like all the way into the other bedroom. And I like jumped down and stuck my arms up and like, you know, yelled as much like as I could without disturbing the other people in the other apartments. But it seriously was like a slow-mo, like drop to your knees, arms up. And then like, she's jumping up and down, like slow-mo screaming, slow clap, you know, totally extra, but we had like such a great time. So I'm back now in Texas and just so, so incredibly thankful because I have some really big things in the works and I'll talk about it more next week on the next episode, because maybe it's something that other people would like more information about. So I don't want to be like, I know I'm being really vague and I don't want to be like that person that's like, wait till next time, but I totally am going to be that right now. So let's go ahead and get to today's episode. This one actually is kind of special because it was the first anonymous post in the Lumiere Inner Circle. And the Lumiere Inner Circle is my online community. It's a free online community. I'll actually link it in here if you'd like to join. It's full of hairstylists and beauty business owners that just want to uplift and also receive like helpful information. It's full of a bunch of my students and alumni who've taken my classes, my business, and my technical classes, both online and in person. But she or he or they came into the Lumiere Circle and just needed some support. And this one, I feel like a lot of people can connect with. So I wanted to go ahead and kind of talk about it a little bit. So this is what they posted. I have had a difficult year booth renting, boundary issues with the owner and stylist, that type of stuff, and not just making slash putting myself out there enough on my end. So having a difficult time with making money and putting themselves out there. My lease is up and I have no idea where to go from here. I've never made enough money while booth renting, but I didn't work hard on marketing either. Salon suites jump up all over and double what I'm currently paying. And I hardly make even that. Any advice? booth renting another salon, saying a prayer and going to the salon suite. So this was kind of a, what should I do next? And 
I asked for permission first, which I always do when I see posts like this, if I would be able to support in a different way. Because for me, like commenting back and forth on Facebook is a great way to start a conversation, but it's not like a a place to really have a deep conversation. And I know right now it's not necessarily like two people talking back and forth, but really what it is, is it's just me giving my opinion that costs absolutely nothing and my advice that's costs absolutely nothing. So take it for what it is, right? It doesn't cost a dang thing and it's going to help some and maybe not help others. But for me, it's, I'm really just doing this for the people that I'm able to help and able to reach through this free platform on podcasts, which I absolutely love. I get so many messages now and I was really, really kind of self-conscious about it first when I created the podcast because I didn't get a lot of messages at first. And now I get people messaging me all of the time saying, I listened to the podcast. This has helped me so much. Thank you. And it's just really given me kind of what I needed to be like, all right, I'm actually doing good on this podcast. Let's do more. So let's go in a little bit deeper into this anonymous post. And I want you to remember these four things. And if you listen to them and actually push forth this effort, then you are going to go places in your career. You're going to go places in your life. You're not going to struggle when a recession hits. You're not going to struggle. I will say you're not going to struggle as much as someone who is not. When a recession hits, when difficult times happen, I can guarantee that 100%. And the four things are, number one, consistency beats talent. Consistency beats money. Consistency beats experience. Consistency beats fear. It doesn't matter if you're the best hairstylist out there. If you are not consistent in your marketing, if you are not consistent in putting yourself out there, you are not going to build the clientele compared to the stylist who maybe isn't the best in doing that specific service, but constantly shows up for new people, for their return guests, and make sure that no one forgets that they are there. Because the people who are making sure people remember that they are there, that they exist, that their services are available, are getting a whole heck of a lot more clients than the next person. I absolutely am not the best live-in color stylist. I am not the best. I do not claim to be the best. Do I claim that I am a great stylist? Absolutely. But at the same time, there are stylists out there in Austin, all over the world that are way better than me. But the reason why I'm able to charge over 50% and sometimes even 100% more than the stylists and salons around me isn't because I'm better than them. It's because I'm consistent with my marketing. I'm consistent with my guest experience. I'm consistent on every front. I consistently take before pictures, videos, before or after. I also take the during. I take the after pictures. I post on my Instagram three to five times a week. I post on my stories. I really try to create engaging posts that create a conversation. And then I also go on my comments and I talk back to people, not in a way that I'm like arguing, but I I create a conversation. When someone has something to say, I then ask a open-ended question, not just a yes or a no, or someone reads it like, and they go in and they read it and there's really nothing to respond to. 
I try to start conversations. Now, that doesn't happen 100% of the time. There's definitely times where I'll, I will respond if someone says, like, gorgeous or love the color. I'll be like, thank you so much. Instead of being like, thank you so much. What do you like about the color? You know, because I feel like that's kind of fishing for compliments. But when someone like starts a conversation and opens a door, then I will walk through that door and we'll actually go back and forth a couple of times. That's really important to me. So when it comes to actually making enough money to where you can afford a salon suite or afford being a booth rental stylist, you have to be consistent. 150%. And that's consistent in your marketing, consistent in your business practices, consistent in your education, consistent in every aspect. You will need to be constantly taking all of the before and after pictures, videos, all of that. For me, I actually mostly suggest doing videos. I don't really take a lot of pictures anymore because it doesn't perform very well on Instagram or on other platforms. So I will say that pictures still actually do perform pretty dang good on Facebook because Facebook, I feel like the people that are on there have been on there, you know, they're 35 and up and they are used to that where 35 and under, we kind of like videos a little bit more. So I love, love, love utilizing video content instead, but it's still important to get those pictures there too, because then you can update your website. You can take great before and after pictures, put them together in a collage, add them to your website or in your emails, all that fun, special stuff. So that's really, really important. Now, when it comes to this specific post, to this anonymous poster, my suggestion would be you have to dig deep and you have to understand what your goals are. Because right now it seems like you're just flying by the seat of your pants, like trying to figure out, okay, well, what do I do next? You don't really have any guidance or any path that you're thinking about following. So you've got to really dig deep and think, what do I want out of my career? Do I want to not really have to market that much? Do I not really want to have to do the business stuff? Because if that is the case, then I want to suggest possibly looking at an employee situation instead of a booth renter situation. Because when you are an employee stylist, a commission stylist, yes, you do work with other stylists, which can be either a really big motivator, like you love it, or it can be a crutch. And this all depends on the team-based energy. If the energy is right, then you can absolutely thrive as a commission stylist. But if the energy is not right and it's catty and it drags you down, then you're going to sink. And we don't want that for you in your career. We want you to sail. We want you to fly all the way up out of the water and reach the clouds. That is my goal. Now, when you are a booth renter, the great thing is that you own your own business. You're just subleasing from the salon. So whoever's working around you, is just kind of like you're there with them. And you can either be in like a team-based situation where everyone's really uplifting and supportive of each other independently in their own businesses, or you can be a part of a booth rental salon that just kind of is whatever and each stylist just minds their own business, or you can be a part of a booth rental salon where you have boundary issues with the owner and the stylist, like this anonymous poster has. If that is the case, you got to get up out of there. You got to take your stuff and you got to go. Now, of course, do this when your lease is up because you are obligated to pay your lease pretty much no matter what. You can't just up and go. 
when your lease is not finished unless your booth renting salon owner is okay with that or whoever you are subleasing from is okay with that and they give you a written confirmation that you can leave at X date and you don't have to pay your booth rent past that date. That's really, really important because if you just leave, they could sue you and you would have to then go and pay for all of that rent that you were due all the way up until your lease is up. So that's really, really important. So my advice for this anonymous poster would not be to go to a salon suite. I would absolutely 100% not recommend that. And the reason being is because opening up a salon suite, you have a higher investment requirement to open that space. Typically, you have to go in and add some type of furnishing in there. Now, this all depends because you can go to like a Sola salon or some places have that there for you already. But being a salon suite owner for six years out of my career, most of the places that I went to, and I went to like Phoenix, I did salons by JC. I also went over to Sola to check them out. I mean, I checked a whole bunch of places out and the majority of them will not fully furnish the area. You're typically going to get a mirror. You'll have a chair. You'll have like a shampoo station in the back. You may have a couple cabinets, but it's not going to be nearly enough storage that you're going to need. Now, some Solas, like I said, and some other maybe private salon suite companies may have more, but the majority of them just kind of do just enough to open so that way they attract stylists into them, but then the requirements are actually on them. So your investment is going to be higher with a salon suite. You are also going to be paying a higher booth rent. And the last thing that you would want to do is go to a salon suite when you can't actually support that weekly amount with what you're currently making. So I would 100% suggest seriously looking into possibly doing commission or going and renting another booth somewhere that you can afford. Now, the important thing is that you get your mind right because right now with this post, the mind right part is not happening. And when I say that, I don't mean anything bad by it. What I mean is that you've got to get your goals out in front of you And you've got to get the consistency piece there too. Now, consistency can be difficult because it's scary putting yourself out there in the world that we are in right now. It's scary. So to post things that you're like, is this good enough? Or to like overthink things. I mean, it's scary having to go through that. But I guarantee you, that if you're consistent, you're going to beat that fear and you're going to start getting really, really good at what you do. So that's the important thing to take away from this conversation starter. When you have a difficult situation where you are not making your booth rent or you have boundary issues with the salon owner and the stylist, you have to remember, get your goals in line and then work towards them. Now, if you do decide to go either to another booth rental salon or to a commission salon, you have to do your due diligence. You have to go in and interview at both places. You have to go in and make sure that the people are there are your people, no matter if it is a independent space, no matter if it is a 
employee situation, make sure that happens. And what I would suggest is if you do decide to go booth rental, have a 90-day trial period or a 30-day trial period and make that something that you suggest to the salon owner saying, I want to really make sure that the space that I work in, I love. So I would really love to have a 30-day trial period where I come in, I work here, and we make sure that this is a good fit for both of us. And I guarantee you that if you have a salon owner that says, no, that's not going to happen, then you probably don't want to work there. Because for me, if someone came to me and was like that, I'd be like, absolutely, because I agree. We want to make sure that this is a great fit for both of us. We both feel like we are receiving from this relationship. So let's do it. And, you know, maybe I'm a unicorn, but I guarantee there's other people out there just like that too. And if you can't find them, then maybe the salon suite is the best option for you, but you've got to go in with a fire lit underneath yourself and ready to punch into that consistency piece that you're missing. So that way you can build the clientele that you've dreamed of, make the money that you need to have freedom and flexibility in your life and stop stressing about all of the craziness that you're dealing with. So that's something that I absolutely love, love, love to support stylists on. And that's one of the reasons why I have the Lumiere Inner Circle is because it's a place where I can go and a tight-knit community where I can help other stylists and I can also receive help too. So even though the Lumiere Inner Circle is the community that I created, it is still a place where I find relief and help from other people who value a lot of the things that I value too. And are able to give me suggestions or give me help. And same thing for me, I'm able to support other people too. So I would really love to invite you in there. And like I said earlier, the link is going to be in this actual episode. But before I leave, I just want to kind of leave you on this one point again. And I'm going to reiterate and go over it. And I guess not one point, but four, consistency beats talent. Consistency beats money. Consistency beats experience. Consistency beats fear every single time. I'll see you on the next one, friend. Thank you so much for joining me today on Reviving the Stylist. If something really resonated with you during this episode, take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram story, and let me know what you love most. Don't forget to also send it to a friend so that way they can reap the incredible things from this episode too and leave me a rating and review. I'd also absolutely just love to connect with you outside of the show too. So you can find me on Instagram at kristen.lumiere. That's L-U-M-I-E-R-E or my website, kristenlumiere.com. And before I go, I just want to leave you with one reminder. It isn't about living to work. It's about working to live. And that is my goal for you, friend, because you deserve it. I'll see you on the next one.